Welcome, everyone, to Couch Potato Diary, coming to you from the Clearwater Cleaning Solutions broadcast studio. They are your one-stop commercial and residential cleaning company based out of Calgary with a fantastic team, ready to make your life simpler and easier by fulfilling all of your cleaning needs. Check them out online, clearwatercleaningsolutions.com. Uh, so, the last couple of days have been very busy around these parts, and now heading out of town for a few days. Um, so, going to go back into the recorded features portion of our programming as we get ready for the start of the NBA season. Um, the LA Clippers are one of the more interesting teams in the league, and one of the more intriguing players is on their roster, and that is John Wall. He had a remarkable start to his career, and things have definitely fizzled out over the last little bit. But how much could be left in the tank? And what really did go on with, with John Wall? This is one of the first features that I voiced for the people over at Courtside on YouTube. Um, really interested in this one, and there was a lot in this that I didn't know about. So, hopefully you enjoy it, and yeah, here is John Wall. The story of John Wall is one riddled with murder, violence, rage, injuries, and a lot of potentials that we never got to see play out on the biggest stage. Between 2013 to 2018, Wall was one of the best and most physically gifted point guards in the NBA, making five consecutive all-star appearances in the league. But all that changed in 2017 when he suffered a nasty knee injury. After that, Wall's career never got going again, and he's become a forgotten figure in the league. So, what really happened to John Wall? First, let's travel back to Game 6 of the Eastern Conference Finals, May 2017. We're in DC. There are seven seconds left on the clock, and the crowd is dead silent. Wall and his Wizards team are down by two to the Boston Celtics. If they lose, their playoff run is over, but with the win, they can force a Game 7. Seven seconds to force a Game 7? A script like this could never have been written better. Who would it be? What will it be? In a blink of an eye, the ball is passed, and time begins to tick away. Wall is given the ball, but he's immediately closed off by Celtics star defender Avery Bradley. Wall looks him dead in the eyes, takes a step forward, and fires the biggest shot of his career. As the ball sails through the air, everything stops dead. Celtic fans, Wizard fans, and everyone in DC or any part of the world watching the game all gasp for breath and then swoosh. The ball is in the net. Three and a half seconds later, the buzzer sounded and the entire stadium erupted in wild celebrations with Wall, the hero of the night, at the center of the celebration. It was another moment that showed why Wall was highly regarded as one of the best point guards in the league, another moment in his storied life and past. However, things weren't always that straightforward. They never have, and even now, his story is that of a lot of what could have been. Jonathan Hildred Wall was born on the 6th of September in the year 1990 to John Carroll Wall Sr. and Francis Pooley. Growing up on the streets of North Carolina was extremely difficult for John and his mother. Eight years before Wall was born, his father, John Carroll Wall Sr., was convicted of second-degree murder after shooting a woman in the back of the head following an argument. Just three weeks after the birth of Wall, his father pulled a 22 caliber Ruger from the back of his jeans and ordered a store clerk to drain the register. He was later convicted of robbery with dangerous weapons after facing trial. 
John Wall spent the next nine years of his life shuffling back and forth to see his father in prison. Speaking about this in his autobiography, the point guard said that was just his home in our eyes. His father was later released a month early from prison after developing a terminal case of liver cancer. Then, one day, the whole family went on vacation and were having a great time. Everything seemed perfect, then his father announced he wanted to use the toilet and never came out. Wall's last memory of his father was watching the man he never really got to know stretchered out of the hotel room in an ambulance. After the death of his father, Wall's mother worked multiple jobs to support Wall and his two sisters. She herself wasn't a stranger to violence and crime. When Frances was only nine, she saw her dad get shot with a shotgun by a friend over a missing $10 bill. Can you imagine the trauma that would have caused anybody? Frances was a strong woman, and she needed nine-year-old Wall to become a man for her. She didn't want him to become his father, or all the other men that had put her through pain and misery. So, she would always tell Wall that he was better than his father. But not everyone believed that. Everyone else in his neighborhood made it a point to make Wall know he wasn't any different. So, no matter how many times Francis told him he was better than his father, John couldn't see it. Even when he told himself he was going to be a better man, he felt himself falling into the same world of violence that consumed his father and many kids of his age. After the death of his father, it became evident that Wall was filled with rage and resentment. All that rage, anger and bitterness against the world earned him the nickname Crazy Jay, even though he had become an absolute star in his early basketball career. At the age of 13, John started to get into trouble almost every day. He would do stupid things like getting into fights, breaking into cars, getting shot at, and even shooting back. Speaking of this time in his autobiography, Wall said, Crazy Jay was just a bad kid that did everything. Always did the wild things, didn't think, did whatever. Fighting, jumping off the bleachers, basically like a stunt devil who would do anything. Wall went through three high schools, then one day, he just decided to change. He began to harness his anger and emotions into his game and stopped getting into fights, committing crimes, and being a menace. However, the reputation he had built for himself earlier on still followed him around. He was cut from his basketball team as the coach felt he was too much trouble to handle. Because of this, Wall transferred to a Christian academy where he began working on building a new name for himself. This paid off for Wall, as it was there where he met coach Levi Beckwith, who said to him, John, why aren't you being recruited by Duke in North Carolina? You're not getting recruited by Duke in North Carolina because you're an ass. After the conversation, Wall began to work hard to one day play in the NBA. His hard work eventually paid off, and he was invited to the Reebok All-American camp. At the camp, Wall turned heads with his incredible athleticism and advanced court vision, and soon enough, Every major college basketball program in the country sent recruitment letters in. Wall chose to attend the University of Kentucky. In his first game for the Wildcats, Wall led his team with 27 points, 9 assists in 28 minutes. In Wall's only season at Kentucky, he averaged 16.6 points per game and 6.5 assists per game. In 2010, Wall was selected as the number one overall pick by the Washington Wizards, and soon he was becoming one of the best point guards in the league. In his rookie season, Wall averaged 16.4 points, 8.3 assists, and 1.8 steals while shooting 40% from the field and 29% from three. Wall finished second in the Rookie of the Year voting behind unanimous selection Blake Griffin. 
The following season, Wall started and played all of the Wizards' games. He finished the season strong again, averaging 16.3 points, 8 assists, and 4.5 rebounds per game. The Wizards awarded Wall with a five-year contract extension worth $80 million. That year, he also made his first All-Star appearance after getting selected as an East Reserve for the 2014 NBA All-Star Game. He would go on to make five consecutive All-Star appearances. In 2017, Wall signed a four-year contract extension deal with the Wizards worth a staggering $170 million. While the contract marked the Wizards' faith and belief in Wall's talent, it also marked the beginning of an injury plague that will go on to trouble Wall for the next five seasons. In the 2017-18 season, Wall played only 41 games due to an injury. The following season, Wall suffered a season-ending heel injury after playing just 32 games. He also got an infection in his foot and later went on to rupture his Achilles while off the court, which saw him miss the entirety of the 2019-20 season. Between 2017 to 2020, Wall was sidelined for a total of 736 days. The Wizards got tired of Wall's injury crisis and began making plans to trade the five-time All-Star. Many people were sure that Wall's $171 million contract was untradeable, but the Wizards reminded us there's no such thing when they swapped John Wall for Russell Westbrook. In his first season with the Rockets, Wall played 40 games, with his most memorable performance coming up in the Rockets' 117-99 win over the Toronto Raptors. In that game, Wall scored 19 points, 11 rebounds, and 11 assists, his first triple-double since 2016. Things were looking really good, and then the inevitable happened again, when he suffered a grade 2 hamstring injury and was ruled out for the remainder of the season. To say John Wall has been through it all is a massive understatement. You can argue that injuries haven't been fair on the point guard, but tearing his Achilles at home in 2019 may end up being the most significant one of them all. However, his Achilles wasn't the only tragedy Wall suffered in 2019. Wall's mum, Frances Pooley, also passed away that year after a long battle with breast cancer. It was extremely tough, and the point guard took a long time to grieve. His mom was everything to him. She was his motivation, his best friend, and the biggest influence in his life. For you to understand how big an influence she was in his life, we need to go back to his press conference in 2013 when Wall and the Wizards announced his $80 million contract extension. Wall broke down during the interview, saying, Losing my dad at nine, it made my mom become a woman that I don't think so many women can do in this world. Working three or four jobs and having six sisters and two brothers, I just had to work extra hard, had to become a man quicker than I wanted to. My whole thing is I was put on this earth to do something, and I was blessed to be able to play basketball. But my main thing was to keep striving and be a better person. That's one thing my mom always instilled in me was, it doesn't matter what anyone thinks of you, as a basketball player, they're always going to look at you as a person first. Losing her like that, after going from one hospital session to another during her long battle with cancer, was one of the most painful things he had to deal with. Wall recently reached a $6.7 million buyout agreement with the Rockets and signed a two-year deal with the Clippers worth $13.2 million. The point guard will join forces with Kawhi Leonard, Paul George, Ty Lue, and a deep team of skilled, versatile two-way players. It's a partnership that could turn out well for everyone involved. The Clippers were already among the favorites to win the 2023 NBA title before Wall's trade made headlines. 
So, by signing the former number one overall draft pick, who is impossible to guard one-on-one, -on -one, the Clippers have increased their chances of going all the way next season. However, it's also worth noting that there's no guarantee that this deal will work. Wall hasn't been an all-star caliber player for the last five years, and it's been six years since he appeared in over half his team's games. Another thing is that he has never been the third option on his team, let alone fourth or fifth or the kind of player that comes off the bench. His role in this Clippers team will be to support his teammates as opposed to it being the other way around. So it'll be interesting to see how he handles that. The past five years of Wall's career in the NBA have been hell, something he explained in a recent interview by saying, I don't think a lot of people could have gone through what I went through the last three years, losing my mom, losing my grandma, tearing my Achilles. That was very tough, but grateful to have an opportunity to be here. But this won't be the first time that Wall will find himself in a situation where he needs to work hard and transform himself. The truth is, nobody needs to tell Wall what he needs to do. The point guard knows he might have become a forgotten man, but once the season starts later this fall, all eyes will be on him to see how well he performs. Will he be able to play a pivotal role on this Clippers team and take them deep into the playoffs or make an all-star appearance again? I guess only time will tell. All right, that is the show. Thank you all so much for tuning in. Thank you to Clearwater Cleaning Solutions, your one-stop commercial and residential cleaning company based in Calgary with a fantastic team ready to make your life simpler and easier by fulfilling all of your cleaning needs. Check them out online, clearwatercleaningsolutions.com. Uh, we will not be having any of the, the regular NFL stuff this week with everything we got going on, uh, but back to your regularly scheduled programming next week. Talk to y'all later. I'm out.